Grace and peace in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome home to worship at Morrisville Presbyterian Church. As you likely already know, out of care and concern for our church and our greater community, until further notice, all programs, activities, and in-person worship have been canceled at MPC. Worship will continue to be available online through our website, www.mpcusa.org. And starting today, you can also access a home worship bulletin on our website by clicking on the vir virtual worship button. Pastor Rachel and I have been so grateful to hear from so many of you this week and even to see some of you from across our computer screens. Our staff and leadership are working hard to care for our church and family during this unprecedented time. But if a particular need arises in your home, we encourage you to let someone know so that we can be attentive to your needs. We will continue to let you know how you can support the church and our community in the weeks to come. But for now, we encourage you to follow the advice of health and government officials and stay home. Wash your hands, take care of yourselves, and check in with neighbors and friends over the phone. It is a part of our responsibility as the people of God to care for our community and for our health system especially for those who were vulnerable among us. We're going to continue to develop ways to connect with one another virtually and invite you to sign up for our email updates if you don't already receive them. At the bottom of our website homepage, there's a section titled Subscribe to Emails. We will also be posting regular updates to Instagram and Facebook. But please remember that many people in our congregation do not have access to this technology, and so please please remember to reach out to people on the phone or in a card. Think about the people you normally sit next to or near in these pews. You know who they are, you know their names, and some of them you may really appreciate a phone call or some sort of contact with you in the coming weeks. Let us all continue to be the church together. And if you need an address or phone number for one of those people, feel free to contact our office for that the email address is office at mpcusa.net. And now, friends, in the continued newness of this wilderness space, let us prepare our hearts for worship. If you have your home worship bulletin in front of you, we invite you to join us in our call to worship and opening prayer. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He, he makes me lie down in green pastures. pastures. He, he leads, leads me beside still waters. 
Even though I walk through the valley and wander in the wilderness, the Lord Lord restores my soul. Let us open our hearts to the invitation of our God in the wilderness place. Let us us worship worship God God together. together. And please join me in our opening prayer. Lord of creation, create in us a new rhythm of life. Composed of hours that sustain rather than stress, of days that deliver rather than destroy. Lord of liberation, by the rhythm of your truth, set us free from the bondage and baggage that break us, from the pharaohs and fellows who fail us, from the plans and pursuits that prey upon us. By your ever restful grace, allow us to enter your Sabbath rest as As your your Sabbath Sabbath rest enters enters into into us. In the name of our creator, our liberator, our resurrection and life, we pray. Amen. Amen. I would now like to invite our young friends and anyone who is young at heart to join me across your screens as I uh, uh, take a seat down at the step for our time for young disciples. Well, hello, everyone. I have a story for you. One time, when I was alone in my house, I heard a big crash on the floor above me, and I was really afraid. I didn't know what to do. So I gathered up all my courage, and I walked up the steps and poked my head out, and just then, a bird flew across my head. There was a bird in my house, and I was really afraid. I didn't know what to do. I guess I had two options. I could have run around like a crazy, you know, being all crazy uh, and chasing the bird with a tennis racket and uh, trying to uh, get it out of the house, but that wouldn't be helpful for me or the bird because we would have just been more nervous. Or I could have taken a deep breath, opened up all the windows in the house, and patiently waited until the bird flew out. And that's exactly what happened. I took a deep breath, opened all the doors and windows in the house, And I was patiently waited until the bird flew outside, and it was okay. This week has kind of been crazy. School has closed. We've spent a lot of time inside with our siblings and with our parents. We weren't able to see our friends as much as we would have liked. It's kind of like a bird flew in everybody's house in the world. And you might have been like me you might have been a little frustrated or sad or angry or maybe even fearful. Well, the good thing is that Jesus and God, they tend to show up most when we're afraid or angry or sad. And so in this coming week, if you feel any of these things, you can do what I did when the bird was in my house. You can take a deep breath, You can look outside and know that God and Jesus love you and that they're here with you. 
And you can be patient. You can be patient with yourself. You can be patient with your brothers and sisters and your parents. You can be patient knowing that things will go back to normal and that you'll be okay. Do you think you could do that? Okay, good. Please join me and repeat after me in our prayer. Let us pray. God, we thank you. God, we thank you. For deep breaths. For deep breaths. And for your love. And for your love. And we pray. And we pray. That you help us be patient. That you help us be patient. When things are different. When things are different. Amen. Amen. Friends, the Spirit is moving even now in new ways. And as we prepare our hearts to hear God's word, let us pray. Spirit in, self out. Spirit in, self out. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Melt us in ways we never knew we could melt. Mold us in ways that we can be your servants in this unknown time. Fill us with your spirit that accompanies us on every step we take through this wilderness. Use us for your glory in ways we never even imagined. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on us. Amen. Hear these words, friends, from the familiar Psalm 23. You are welcome to follow along in your home worship bulletin. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Friends, I have to be honest with you. I do not do well in times of transition. Instead, I love my routine. I have always dreamed of having a restaurant or a cafe where I could go in and, and it's my local watering hole and immediately when I walk in, everybody already knows the order that I need and that I want. And I can say to the waiter or waitress, you can put it on my tab. And then I'll settle into my assigned seat next to everybody else who 
has been sitting in the same seats that they've been sitting in forever and read my newspaper day after day. I love my routine. Familiarity and structure, they make us feel safe and secure in an unsteady world. They help us think we are in control of the little spheres of our life. And there is no denying that the coronavirus has disrupted almost everything in our world. A lot of us are working from home. Parents have become teachers on top of also being parents. We've had to cancel things that we've been looking forward to and have even spent a long time preparing. We've seen schools close, vacations end before they began. We've seen grocery shelves empty. We've been instructed to distance ourselves from our family and friends. We no longer have easy access to the people, places, and things that make up our routine. And early in this week of disruption, I was frustrated. I was mad. I lost my routine. I was losing my sense of control over the situation. And maybe you felt some emotions this week too. Frustration, annoyance, anger at the current situation, sadness of what you missed in the calendar or what had been canceled, worry about friends and family or community members who may be vulnerable or more at risk, or feel fearful about the future. I have been frustrated this week on multiple occasions. And in my frustration this week, I even became a little frustrated with our scripture passage this week. Yes, I admit it. I became frustrated with our scripture passage. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. Now, I don't know about you, but nothing in my life has felt like green pastures or still waters in the past week. None of it, absolutely none of it, has felt like a restoring of my soul. It has felt exhausting and terrifying and full of upheaval and disruption. And I was grateful to read a bit further in this psalm and remember that the person writing it wasn't in the best place either. But I was astounded that someone who was dwelling in such a dark, disruptive place could be thinking of green pastures and still waters. And so I found myself taking a deep breath and asking, what in the world does Psalm 23 have to say to me this week? Now, it's either very ironic or providential, we are Presbyterians after all, that the theme of this upcoming week in our Lenten devotional by Sanctified Art is the wilderness is a place of disruption. In this theme, we are reminded that disruption is annoying and sad and can even bring deep grief into our daily lives. But it's also a reminder that new life can form in ways that we never expected. No matter what may occur, God is present. 
no matter what may occur, God is near. So I invite you to join us and listen to the words of the poem, a poem by Sarah R. in our Lenten devotional titled, The Wilderness is a Place of Disruption. My grandfather was a good man, but he believed that wilderness emotions were not to be seen. Cry with the door closed. Don't dwell on the negative. Chin up, kid. We've been here before. My grandfather was a good man, but I'd like to say the wilderness is here to interrupt your previously scheduled programming. Like water in the desert and setting the slaves free, the wilderness might be the very thing we need, the very thing we dream, the very thing we plead for. I guess what I'm trying to say is it never seems appealing to let a bird in the house. But if you do, then you might as well open every window and door. And if you do, then you just might find yourself basking in the light, dancing in the breeze, overwhelmed with the beauty that an open door brings. So I'm opening my door and inviting in the wind to rustle up my heart and start over again. For sweeping the truth under the rug has never gotten us far. So may the wilderness be like a bird in your house. Throw open your doors. The truth must come out. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. This week, our lives have been disrupted. We have lost our routines and our semblance of control. We are wandering in the wilderness. A bird has entered into our living room. And God is offering us an invitation. Hear these words from the poet Lynn Unger in the midst of this global pandemic. What if you thought of it as the Jews consider the Sabbath, the most sacred of times? Cease from travel. Cease from buying and selling. Give up, just for now, on trying to make the world different than it is. Sing, pray, touch only those to whom you commit your life. Center down. And when your body has become still, reach out with your heart. Know that we are connected in ways that are terrifying and beautiful. You could hardly deny it now. Know that our lives are in one another's hands. Surely that has become clear. Do not reach out your hands. Reach out your heart. Reach out your words. Reach out all the tendrils of compassion that move invisibly where we cannot touch. Promise this world your love, for better or for worse, in sickness and in health, so long as we all shall live. Promise this world your love, 
my friends. A bird has flown into our house, disrupting everything. But what if, rather than panic and fight it and chase it around with a tennis racket, what if we threw open our doors and windows of our houses and our hearts to see what God might do? To see if God might indeed help us lie down in green pastures, lead us beside still waters, restore our soul. What if we took the time to see this upheaval as more than just a disruption, but perhaps a holy invitation? A holy invitation to be quiet and still before God? A holy invitation to play games with our family or pick up the phone to connect with someone who has been on our hearts. A holy invitation to take long walks or sit on the front porch and become friends again with stillness and with quiet. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. May it be so. Amen. Amen. If you are following along with us with your home worship bulletin, we invite you to turn to the portion titled, Pause for Prayer. At this time, we invite you to take out a piece of paper and a pen, or talk with the people you are worshiping with, and answer at least one of the following questions as we prepare to turn to God in prayer. The questions are, what are you grateful for today? What feels disruptive and what are you struggling with today? And what invitation might God be extending to you in days to come? Let us prepare our hearts for prayer.
Mighty and everlasting God, like a bird that has flown into the house uninvited, like a mighty wind that swept through locked doors uninvited, we know that you are even now sweeping into our lives in uninvited, unexpected, and powerful ways. We know that amidst the disruptions that are blowing us into seas we've never sailed, you are inviting us to consider your voice in the midst of uncharted waters, to consider putting down our panic and our fight-or-flight response and rest a while in your Sabbath embrace, to become friends again with stillness and with quiet. And so give us wisdom to set aside computers and TVs and phones and social media when all they do is fill us with feelings of fear and alarm and panic and scarcity. We have entered into a new wilderness that we have not known before. The landscape looks different. The sounds we hear in the night are louder and unidentifiable. The questions whip into a storm of fear that blurs our vision. Give us courage to rest in your abiding presence that we might keep from flailing. God, in the midst of so much disruption, we also know deep grief. We grieve the loss of connection and the loss of hugs and handshakes we never knew we were taking for granted. We grieve the sudden loss of school days and vacations 
and plans and sports seasons. In the midst of worldwide panic, O God, our grief around these things feel insignificant and silly, and yet there is deep grief, and there is pain, and there is loss, and there are emotions too numerous to count. Give us patience with our hearts, O God, and grant us patience with one another. Help us to remember your call to love and serve our neighbor. Help us to find the creativity to do that in new ways. In the midst of mounting fear and news reports, we also grieve deeply, O God, for people in China and South Korea, in Italy and Iran, countries that have been hit the hardest by this virus. We give thanks for so many who are isolating in homes to protect those whose lives are at stake, but we pray especially for those who are isolating in homes that are not safe. We pray for those who are isolating in homes and yet wondering where their next meal will come from. We pray for those who have no home in which to isolate, and we pray for those who do not have the luxury to isolate, because our world is still depending upon them in so many ways. Medical workers, plumbers, grocery store clerks, pharmacists, mail carriers, delivery personnel, and so many more. When this is over, O oh God, may we never again take for granted a handshake with a stranger, full shelves at the store, conversations with neighbors, a crowded theater, Friday night out, a routine checkup, the school rush each morning, the taste of communion, coffee with a friend, the stadium roaring, each deep breath, a boring Tuesday, and life itself. When this ends, may we find that we have become more like the people we wanted to be. May we find that we have become more like the people you called us to be. May we find that we've become more like the people we hoped to be. And through your guiding presence, may we stay that way. God, guide us and encourage us in the days and weeks to come. And as your Son, our Savior, was bold to pray, we join him this day, saying, Our, our Father, Father, who art in heaven, heaven hallowed, hallowed be thy name. Thy, thy kingdom, kingdom come, come thy, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Friends, go now into this disruptive world, but go knowing that God goes with you, and God is inviting you to sit a while in God's loving presence. May you go seeking to become friends again with stillness and with quiet, and may you go open to receive the holy invitation God is calling you toward. And friends, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you, be with those you love, and be with those you are called to love this day and forevermore. And together we say, Amen. Amen.